Hello everybody, thank you so much for being with me, I appreciate your time. So, we have a few things we have to talk about, obviously, about line number one, and uh, also some something to do with Ukraine to go back to the war. Also, let's talk about what's going on with Elon Musk and how the media is presenting themselves. And we'll start right now. So, what's happening right now with Bot Light? And no, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys know what's going on. This guy, um, uh, Malbany, and uh, he's, uh, he's a, I don't know what is he, he's still like uh, a man, per, but he just dresses as a woman and supposed to be or tries to be a transgender. And, and that's complicated in itself and um, one of the things that you see right now as we speak this is that um, there's a lot of the uh, movement that uh, is basically boycotting uh, bot light and bot light as of a couple of what days how ever since he, a, they did a uh, they did a, I guess, a sponsorship with this guy, uh, Dalen uh, Mulvaney, and they started losing tons and tons of money. This is what I don't understand about this movement. It really, I don't. How these companies are going? Uh, there's companies like Nike and I think um, uh, Patax or or one of those ladies doing some uh, some of the same deals with this guy let me put it this way I, I got no issue with uh, with the uh, people trying to get more sponsorship but um, how things are <laughs> the company need to know who is their audience in this case bottom light if we go to data the average the average person drinking bot light bot wiser was uh what 60 to 80 percent male and transgenders are like less than one percent so you wanted to innovate and I guess it didn't happen. It didn't quite happen how Bot Light wanted to go. Um, they shot themselves in the foot. Really, that's what they did. And uh, I wanted to, you know, there's a lot of people commenting on this. And obviously, I'm going to be one more because I need to talk about it. But if you were here in the States in the 80s, 90s, Budweiser was always about that, you know, manly uh, sort of uh, nostalgia, white horses or big horses going around the towns and uh, people raising the flag and, uh, you know, picture this, obviously. And people celebrating that they're Americans drinking an American product. And you can see the, the proud uh, people 
you know, raising their flags as their, you know, the camera goes down and you show another American icon, which is Budweiser, Bud Light. But anyhow, the the point is that they have definitely, definitely made a stupid, stupid mistake, and has costed them five billion so far. Uh, and here, something that Fox is being, uh, I, I got it from Fox, so you guys can hear it. Let me tell you a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America. This morning, it's the new Budweiser ad campaign that Anheuser-Busch hopes will help the company ride out a boycott. It features the nostalgia of an iconic Clydesdale galloping through all American landscapes with men grabbing a couple of cold ones together. This is a story bigger than beer. The ad coming two weeks after Bud Light's partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Mulvaney's post drew the ire of some Bud Light enthusiasts, including celebrities like Kid Rock, who played target practice with the beer. What the new ad campaign doesn't offer is an explanation for Bud Light breaking away from its traditional male-oriented advertising in favor of a trans actress with 10 million followers on TikTok. Anheuser-Busch CEO Brendan Whitworth saying, We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over beer. I'm not, though, for destroying an American and iconic company for something like this. Donald Trump Jr. speaking out on his podcast defended Anheuser-Busch, praising the company for donating to many Republicans. Frankly, they don't participate in the same woke garbage that other people in the beer industry actually do who are significantly worse offenders. Bud Light's marketing director has said the brand is in decline and needs to evolve and be more inclusive. Okay, so American people are very upset and and with with great um, it's it's a big point why our I don't drink beer so it it makes makes me uh, not even you know try to go and say yay I'm gonna go celebrate no at all so the one thing that I think I criticize here is uh, Donald Trump Jr. saying oh yeah we should just you know give him a break. Reality is that the people that put the, the product out there uh, is not making, is not actually noticing their own customers. So if up to the customer to say, hey, you know what? I don't care about Botlight or Budweiser anymore. Um, they decided to like turn their back on us then we're gonna go somewhere else and uh, if they go down then so be it Titanic went down and uh, a lot of people went down with it and um, there's something to learn from this because this is where you gotta understand people that buy a product for 
the way they're you know introducing themselves the way they're showing themselves gone are the days that they used to have those commercials with girls and now they want to be very inclusive to the less than one percent of the population there's still men and women and majority of the women don't even drink beer okay so Budweiser you you went down the road and the wrong road by not actually continue to apply to your to your clientele they forgot who their clientele is really they did and you can't say that I'm gonna go and um, go buy a Lamborghini and it's gonna be you know instead of uh, a nice you know, coupe is gonna be a SUV Lamborghini uh, they're going away from their clientele uh, same thing people that go eat steaks well you know instead of uh, me giving you a steak we're gonna you know, change it for a chicken steak and that's completely wrong then the clientele of that restaurant is gonna lose and the, the restaurant is gonna lose also <laughs> a good product they're like shoot you guys were so good it's the same thing here and the company was so good to what they were not and you're gonna see um, this company software to come back I can tell you that much and uh, you know this is uh, probably a great lesson if the company survived this I mean five billion dollars the one thing about this company the one thing about this company is that they have other products other products they just don't have Bud Light or Budweiser they have Miklo, Lunch Shark, Shock Top, Hugger Dean, President Beer, Estrella Artios, Estrella Jalisco, Bosch Beer, Natural Light, Kona Brewing Corporation or company, obviously, and, and many, many, many other ones. Uh, but um, the point is that as they as they do these things to try to recoup uh, I say somebody will lose their job number one and number two they're gonna have to rethink this again and try to appeal back to their customer and think twice before they do a stupid move like this Anyhow, let's go to the other topic. Uh, what's going on with uh, our friends in Ukraine? So there's a um, a report that just came out, and it's like a big bomb um, through, I guess, the the news. And Psychhush or Psyhirsch came out with a a report, and uh, this is like I was saying, a bombshell. The reports um, about uh, Zelensky, the president from Ukraine, and obviously his friends. And what the report says, well, that there were 
Zelensky and France embezzling up to $400 million in American tax money. So let's check this report. It says here that um, the intelligence community and his report says that the Ukrainian government headed by Volodymyr Zelensky has been using American tax funds. Uh, the Ukrainian president and many in his in entourage has been skimming untold millions from the Americans that from American dollars earn makers for diesel fuel payments. So they're skimming off the top from what it earned made for gas for gasoline diesel gasoline once estimates for analysis inside the CIA put the vessel funds at 400 million dollars last year so how was this investment okay so there's a report that has to be given back obviously because there's a lot of dollars being put in and uh, they say we buy the barrel let's say a hundred dollars or $150 a barrel but in reality they end up buying it by 50 and they keep the the rest the rest of the money and that was a profit for them that's what they were doing that's how they were doing the scam but I think to top it off the gas that they were buying or the oil that was actually gas already it was actually uh, purchased through Russia Russia was selling them this oil this gas okay so in the report uh, apparently in the CIA this is a very well-known issue that's happening and um, apparently uh, the director of the CIA William Burns Sasolinsky down and uh, I guess he was very upset or angry and he said you got 35 different government entities people inside of your you know of your government generals and officers and government officials and they are corrupt they all are taking money they're skimming from the top you guys are fleeting inflating the invoices keeping the rest of the money of gas what is going on and to top it off, you're buying from Russia? Is that what you're doing? And here, it's to put the cherry on the top of this ice cream, uh, ladies, gentlemen. Um, you know, before I tell you, I gotta say this. I, I cannot believe this government is doing this. But here. The, their own people, his own people, Zelensky's people, is complaining that he, Zelensky, is taking more than his fair share of the top. This is really telling. It's incredible what the CIA has found. And uh, I haven't heard anything in the news. Um, I am here trying to guide in, in his room, trying to inform what's going on and this is really telling now let's put one thing to the other there was a news 
uh, if you remember back in uh, January or February, something like that, a report came out that Zelensky, Zelensky himself has fired about 10 uh, different people in his sphere or his or of his officials, 10 officials for corruption. And this happened according to the Hershey's report about 10 days after William Burns from the CIA sat Zelensky down and said, hey, you guys have got some corruption and scamming going on and you were part of it too. And so Zelensky went 10 days later and fired 10 of his officials. Apparently, apparently, um, by the report, it says that he fired the 10 that they were the flashiest. They were not keeping it low low down. They were like, hey, here's a new car, here's a new this, here's some clothes or new homes. Or... And that's what happens in the report. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, yeah, perhaps there's one thing I can say. Perhaps this whole scheme is to pay the president that we have now here in the U.S. Hey, you know what? We'll do this. And I'll give you a cut. And perhaps that deal was done. And these generals, they knew that was happening. And Zelensky was keeping more. And hey, you know what? I'll go over there. There's no need for a president to go back to Ukraine when they know that they're in a war. And here he's going. But I mean, it, it, it's telling it's telling here it gives me something to think about these things and if you live in the u.s you should too really you should too now this is telling i can tell you right now you could think right now hey you know what in the administration here in the u.s is if they find out all these things because a report has to be given by the cia to the president you say, hey, you know what? Let's stop it. Let's not send them anymore. That's it. Let's cut the funding. But instead, it seems to be the opposite. Like they want to continue this war. They want to continue this. And this thing is really interesting to me. That I I can only assume that what's happening is that corruption from both both ends is happening that's what's happening there's no i mean there's hard evidence what else can you think last week last week uh, the u.s chambers of commerce held an event called the u.s ukraine partnership forum there were various speakers who spoke from different investment banks and organizations such as blackrock and city group and they couldn't be more, I guess, in approval of this. Like, nothing is going on. Let's go with the war. And that tells me a lot. And, and check this out. The stakes haven't been this high in a long time. We cannot let Russia prevail. And that means we have to be in this today, tomorrow, a year, two years, three years. Because the repercussions to the world to democracies everywhere, to freedom, are unimaginable if we allow 
the Kremlin's efforts to destroy Ukraine to succeed. But as I said earlier, and as President Biden has said, we're in this for the long run. Yes, we work today, but we are committed to the future. As the president said when he was with President Zelensky, we're going to be with you for as long as it takes. For as long as it takes. And that includes reconstruction, which will be years, will be years and a decade in the making. And that's, of course, what we're here to talk about today. And we know the price tag is high. The country is being pummeled every day. The World Bank says reconstruction and recovery, the price tag has grown to over $400 billion. And that will continue to grow. So I, I think it's been said the, the challenge is massive. Secretary Graves just mentioned the World Bank's latest report, $411 billion. That's for the reconstruction. That's up $69 billion from the fall report. So this is only, you know, what, six months uh, after the fact. And that does not include the challenge or the money required to elevate the economic aspiration of the country, to build back better. Uh, you're right. Um, DFC, the Development Finance Corporation, is open for business in Ukraine. Uh, we were there long before this uh, unjustified and, and brutal war. We're there now and uh, we'll be there for the long term. And our goal is to support the private sector, to help unlock financing, to keep the private sector uh, active, to attract investment, uh, to finance projects uh, that are critical for the development of the economy. I mean, I think that there should, we should come out of this room with a lot of optimism. Right, because we're hearing about all these reforms and preparing for the European Union integration, um, which is certainly going to address many of the issues we've been talking about for years um, that might have kept people from putting long-term capital into Ukraine. So I think that you said at the very beginning, Secretary, that we have to, you know, we have to, we have to win this war. We have to get this resolved. I think that there is there is desire to put private capital. I don't know about you, but I think this whole think is because at the end of the day wars make a lot of money and we know for a fact that Ukraine has always been a corrupt country and a lot of our politicians have gone to that country to wash some money laundry some money and the problem that we see here, obviously, is that it's opened. It has opened. It was always speculated, but now it's open. It's in our faces. And we'll continue to do this war for the long haul because wars make lots of money. At this point, I don't think Ukraine has people to go into wars. And unfortunately, very unfortunate that Ukraine's people are the, the ones in the middle. You know, they're a pawn. That's what they are. Let's move on. I think the last one is, is going to be uh, Elon Musk. This topic is very interesting because Elon Musk um, roasted a BBC reporter. And, well, if you haven't heard it, let's, let's hear it now. Content that will solicit a, a reaction to something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of those kinds of things. So you think if I, something is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I think no. Is that I, what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm, saying, well, I'm just curious. What you, I'm, I'm trying to say what you mean by hateful con content. 
I'm asking for specific examples. Um, and if, and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me, you've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more. I'd say it's got slightly more. That's um, why I'm asking for examples. Right? Can you name one example? <laughs> I, I honestly don't need. I, I, honestly, you I don't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why. Because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore because I, I just don't particularly like it. You actually, a lot of people a lot of people are quite similar. I, I, I only, well, I only well, look at my, my followers. You said you've seen more hateful content but you can't name a single example. Not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. Uh, and I, and I, how did you see the hateful content? content? Because I've been, I've been using, I've been using Twitter since you've taken over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you, for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right. And you I, can't I, give us a more. And, and, and I'm saying, I'm, I, I, then I, I say so that you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, we because go. you can't give me a single example of hateful content, not even one tweet. And yet you claimed the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I can't slide. What no, no. What I can was uh, there are many uh, organisations that say that that kind of information is on the rise. Now, whether whether it has on my feed or not. I mean, I, right, and Literally, you can name something one. like the, the uh, Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in the, in the UK. They will say that. So, they, look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can name one. Right, and as, as I already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, then how let, would you know? That I you, don't think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content. And then couldn't name a single example. Right, and as I said, I that's absurd. I haven't, I haven't actually looked at that feed. I then how would you know if there's hateful content? Because I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. Yeah. I can't yes. give you an exact example. Let's move on. Let's move on. You <laughs> uh, couldn't name one. That's what the media is telling you guys. They will bash a lie. They will throw a lie, and they never. Uh, prove uh, you know one only one he was asking for only one example and that's what the media is doing to all of us all of us and um, I will leave it there for today I thank you so much for being with me appreciate the time